There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. We are in June 2022, and the good news is that it's time for summer camp. It is true. My house is relatively quiet this week, as five of my sons and my only daughter are all away at camp this week. I remember when I was a kid, every summer for a week, I went to Camp Fairhaven in Brooks, Maine, and I loved it. One of the most hallowed places in West Virginia is a boys' brigade camp called Camp Hemlock. I've been there many times. Before we were married, my wife served at a Christian summer camp in Russia for several years. There's something about a new setting that camp brings. The outdoors, the activities, and the preaching of God's word. God tends to do things in the lives of young people at summer camp. I mean, I even look at my own kids. I've taught them who God is at home. They've learned about creation and the life of Jesus. They've memorized many Bible verses, but I can honestly say that for at least my three oldest boys, summer camp was a major catalyst for their spiritual growth. It was at camp that God led them to build altars of surrender to the Lord. Things that maybe they had heard at church or at home, but somehow at camp, God drove specific truths home into their hearts. So today's episode is about camp. It's called Kaz Camp. Now, I've never been to a camp in Kazakhstan, but I've read the reports that the Gospelink national preachers send back from that country. And as it turns out, camp is something God uses in people's lives on both sides of the ocean. Camp in Kazakhstan probably resembles more of what we would call Vacation Bible School, VBS. But again, it's a unique setting, games, outdoors, fun, food, and of course, God's Word. So let me back up a little. I need to introduce Pastor V. I have to call him V because there is a danger looming on Kazakhstan's horizon. People who study this country expect that eventually after the current president steps down or passes away, that Kazakhstan will become an Islamic state, which, needless to say, would endanger any outspoken servants of Jesus the Christ and not Jesus the prophet. 
So I shall call our man Pastor V. And there are many Russian names that begin with V. Victor, Valery, Valodya, Vadim, Vanya, to name some of the more prominent ones. If you really want to know his real name, then you will have to email me. Pastor V was not always a pastor. When the USSR collapsed, he was an aspiring young man with great capitalistic hopes in front of him. By his own testimony, his life was successful and prosperous from all outside appearances. He and his family had lived better than other comrades, he said, in the Soviet Union. Of course, we know that in the early 1990s, everything collapsed economically in that part of the world. However, V had a friend with whom he shared ambition, and together they saw the opportunity for fortune and advancement. They had big business plans. And then, with no warning, the friend was killed in a car accident. V wrote that he had always struggled with an emptiness in his life, but now he had a lack of purpose as well. What good would a business do with his friend gone? By the grace of God, V picked up a New Testament instead of a liquor bottle, and he began reading it. He had been aware that the Bible was a historical book, but in his testimony he wrote, I picked up the Bible because I was looking for answers in life, and I found them. V began attending a Bible study, and in 1995, he put his faith in Jesus. All his desires changed. His consuming drive and purpose was no longer centered around money and the new possibilities of economic advancement. He went out to share about Christ and the love and hope and purpose that he gives. Only a month after he had accepted Christ, his cousin and he started a home Bible study for their relatives and for their personal friends. Eventually, his cousin became a missionary to another country, and V moved to an Islamic center in Kazakhstan to do missionary work. Today, he is in the service of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's trying to reach the many who are lost and needy of that country. He has been supported through Gospel Inc. for over eight years by a couple from Minnesota. They may never travel to Kazakhstan to see their national preacher, but their support of Pastor V has tremendously enlarged his ministry. And today, I want to talk about Pastor V's camp ministry. The last two years, of course, have brought major shutdowns worldwide, and the usual camp ministries have been greatly curtailed by COVID. However, I'm going to read to you a report that Pastor V wrote for his gospeling sponsor several years ago. It is a report that made a great impression on me when I read it. And I sat at my computer and wept and wept. Now I know what you're thinking. This is supposed to be a podcast with good news, Dean. I don't need to hear stories that make me cry. So I need to explain. I was going through the preacher reports late at night. It is my responsibility to read reports 
from our national preachers from several countries. So I was trying to go through reports when everyone in my house was asleep. I was tired. It was after midnight. Looking back, I was probably pretty low on emotional energy. And in such a state, I read about these great needs around the world. I read about former Soviet citizens getting their first Bible, or about a man dying of cancer who never saw Lenin's utopia, but gets to hear about Jesus in his last days. These are all things that I have personally experienced, so they are fresh to my heart. And sometimes I am burdened by the administrative duties that I have to do with Gospel Inc. When there's so many needs out there, and I'm not out there, and what am I really doing in life? And is this really where God has called me to help and represent the men who live there? And well, I was tired. I came to Pastor V's report. Peace be unto you, my dear friends. I would like to share with you joy and blessing that the Lord has blessed us with during this past year. You share with us in our troubles, and we want to make sure that you take part in our joys also. We have enjoyed three full weeks of camp, which we do on the grounds of our house of prayer. More than 310 children attended, and we estimated that overall, more than 70% of these children come from non-Christian families. It is a great joy to us to serve the children at KB camp. There were 28 new children at camp. They have never been to Christian camp. They have never gone to church before. God has blessed us with a wonderful team of dedicated workers. We love getting to know the children, and now every Sunday the local church has a Bible club for them. These are special children. More than half of them are from alcohol or drug-addicted parents. And other children have only one parent at home, usually a mother who is struggling to make ends meet. It is hard to imagine that there are children today who are suffering from hunger or eat only once a day. During our first day of camp, the most common question they ask, when are we going to eat? And they could think about other things with difficulty when they are hungry. We praise God for opening the door for us to minister to these children in this village. They have so many great needs. We also had camp in village of Vizi, where 95 children come in attendance. In this village, there were many new children who came. Most of our staff speak Russian, and the Russian-speaking population is decreasing in young people. But we praise God for new people who are from Kazakh-speaking backgrounds. God is raising them up to also help in camp ministry. This third week of our camp, was for special needs children. More than 90% of them have never been to any church and majority consider themselves Muslim. The Lord blessed us with a wonderful time of sharing with the children and their parents about the love of God through Jesus Christ. We did not just talk about love of God. We demonstrated it as well. Sometimes we don't know what is in the hearts of people. But sometimes the Lord encourages us by seeing hearts open. During this special needs camp, 
I tell you one story about a big sister. She was bringing her little sister to camp and then picking her up. She was afraid to come into the church herself. She is old enough to remember horror stories about how evangelical Baptists sacrifice children and drink blood. These were common reports and often told during Soviet Union times. However, by day two, the big sister, she stayed to play some of the games. And she was watching the skits that we put on for the children. We tried our best to communicate Bible truths to these handicapped children. Finally, before camp is over, this sister, this big sister, she joins in our ministry. She gets to know the other youth, and she is keeping in touch with them. After camp, we see that on their Instagram, she writes to friends, and you could read comments about her fears that she had before going to camp. She put on many photos and tells how she likes camp, and she tells about the truth she found out from the Christians. She wrote that through the lives of the people at the church, she found out about true and living God and how He changes lives. That is what we are trying to teach. She did mention that before this time she had always presumed that because she was from Kazakhstan that she was a Muslim. Pastor V is not the best preacher at sending photos with his report. However, in this particular report, he sent about a dozen photos. They were all from the camps, and most of them were from the last week, which was held for the special needs children. After I read the report, I scrolled through the photos. I saw a boy with a ball cap confined to a wheelchair. Another boy clearly had some kind of birth effect by the look on his face. Then I saw one of the counselors holding the hand of a little Down Syndrome boy. It was a beautiful refreshment of spiritual truth. Someone stronger and wiser, with more abilities, was taking his time to bring goodness and truth and kindness to someone weaker and much more needier in his life. The next photo was a girl in yellow. Clearly, she had Down syndrome. And in America, she could have had special attention, speech therapy, lots of opportunities. In Kazakhstan, probably not. But someone had brought her to Pastor V's camp. She had heard about Jesus. And in the photo, she was so happy. <laughs> My tears began to overflow. Sure, I was tired. But the next photo was of a beautiful Russian girl who was radiating spiritually as she showed individual kindness and attention to another Down syndrome girl. And then the dam broke in my soul that night and I wept and I wept. You see, I don't work for Gospel Inc. because I need a job. 
I believe in what these national people are doing and I want to support them and strengthen them. When I read the reports and see photos of people in Kazakhstan reaching out to these Down syndrome kids, it moves me. You see, I have a little boy named Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God is with us. Emmanuel has Down syndrome. So our family has been on a journey since he was born in 2014. It's a great journey. Don't, don't feel sorry for us. The love and attention and laughter that Emmanuel receives and reciprocates with his brothers and his sister and his babushka are precious treasures. My heart was overwhelmed to see Pastor V's camp because I know that this is a day of great new things and possibilities by the hand of the Lord in Kazakhstan. And I can see Jesus saying, Go your way and tell John what things ye have seen and heard, how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and to the poor the gospel is preached. Jesus came and gave us a little sample of what the world will look like when he reigns supreme. No more sickness, no more disease, no more special needs. But in the meantime, the needy, the poor in spirit, and sometimes the special needs children in Kazakhstan hear the gospel. And that, my friends, is good news. You know, I tell a lot of evangelism stories, but these national preachers are also doing discipleship. In his report, Pastor V told about a Bible marathon that children are participating in. They had over 200 young people doing the Bible marathon in that report. Basically, they had to memorize 140 to 150 different Bible verses. Every year, they have a different topic. And he said that that year's topic was the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven when the children actually had to memorize all the parables that Jesus used to teach about the kingdom of heaven. Not only did they have to memorize these passages, but they were asked questions and had to explain the meaning and the application to their own life. Pastor V wrote that it is a wonderful ministry that has been going on for 10 years. Certainly that will bear fruit. You know, those camps that they're doing are probably the first ever, the first ever in that part of the world where Down syndrome and special needs children can come play, laugh, and hear the gospel of Jesus. That is very close to my heart. And as their camps are going to be open again this year, my family and I are going to support them. You can too. 
You know, they give their time and their effort, but we can send them money to buy prizes for the games or to buy food that they feed to the children or to buy children's Bibles. I've posted some of the photos that Pastor V sent from that camp. And at the end is a button that will take you to Gospel Inc.'s webpage where you can give a one-time designated gift for camps in Kazakhstan this summer. Or you could sign up to specifically support one of our preachers like Pastor V. He's fully supported, but we have a couple key men who we are trying to help become fully supported in youth work. And as always, you may write to me, dean at cupofgoodnews.org. That's D-E-A-N at cupofgoodnews.org. Ask me a question. Send me your own camp story. Tell me if you have a heart like I have. Until then, enjoy good news from a far country.